0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm here with Celine DaCosta, and I'm so excited to have you. I've just stumbled upon you on Instagram, and I had to reach out because your work seems right up my alley. And um, yeah, I don't even know how to introduce you. You're like a PR marketing storyteller mogul. And I think... Your impact on the audience is going to be really big today because a lot of our listeners right now, you know, they're potentially trying to start their own business. They need clarity in their life and your work really creates clarity and just true authenticity um, in someone's life. So welcome. Thank you so much for coming on, Celine.
1: Thank you for having me. Let's dive in. I'm ready. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to hear about your story because from what I've already read, it's a pretty incredible one. And um, you've you've done so much in your life so far. And I would just love to, to hear more about kind of where you started, big picture, kind of elevator pitch, uh, where you started in life and and how it brought you to where you are today.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll give you the, the elevator pitch version for sure. So... Um, this is going to be very hard to believe for those of you who are in the US uh, hearing me, but I actually immigrated to the US when I was about 10 years old from Italy. This is a really important piece of the pie because um, I immigrated as a child and I remember like my earliest memories as a, growing up were I don't belong. Um, it just getting thrown into this completely new environment that I was very unfamiliar with being an only child, just boom, like, all right, I'm here. Um, I don't speak the language. I don't know what's going on. And I remember, uh, growing up, there was this, uh, just omnipresent feeling of I'm not enough. I don't belong here. I don't know what to do. I'm completely lost. And, uh, from also from early on, I remember looking to, uh, society for direction looking to authority for, please tell me what to do. And of course, when you give away your power to society, to the government, to systems, it is going to tell you what to do. So growing up, I had a checklist, you know, it's like, all right, as long as I learn English, I go to a really great university, I work in corporate and I follow... XYZ rules, then I will be successful. And then I can be that successful immigrant in America who's made it. And I can prove this to my family. I can, um, you know, prove this to myself that I am quote unquote someone. Right. And so I did exactly that. Got the grades, got into corporate, um, you know, went in and in my, my introduction to branding was working in an advertising agency as a brand strategist. So um, started to do the work and lo and behold, realized that being in New York City, a city that I already did not like that much. I mean, New York is amazing for many, many reasons, but it's not the place for me. And I knew that before even moving in, but it didn't matter because I was supposed to move to New York. And so uh, so I moved to New York like I was supposed to, got that corporate job, and soon realized that waking up every day at 6 a.m. to work out, then go to work, have a 12-plus hour day, um, get home, be exhausted, maybe grab a cocktail with a friend or go on a date, uh, and then pass out uh, at midnight having not really done much for myself or my life other than work and have a you know, one hour, uh, chat session with a friend was not a very fulfilling way to live. It actually felt like a trap. It felt like a hamster wheel. And so, uh, I did this for a few years until, um, I really had a bit of a breakdown. I like, you know, when I tell a story, I like to say that the, in retrospect, the universe intervened and was like, all right, Celine." you can't do this. And I'm going to, I'm going to make things so bad for you that you're going to have to see this because sometimes, you know, when bad things happen in our life or uncomfortable things or challenges happen in our life, we like to interpret it as like, Oh no, why is it happening to me? But actually now, um, it's really, it really is a gift. And for me, within the course of just uh, a few months, actually, uh, my grandfather died. I went on a volunteer trip to Cambodia that just totally crushed me because I was working with orphan children and it just gave me a a very needed perspective from New York reality. Uh, I got dumped on my 25th birthday. My apartment rent skyrocketed like $700 and I couldn't afford it because I thought I was going to get a promotion and then I didn't get the promotion that it was like, this is for sure going to happen. So this all happened within a three-month span and I'm like, you know what? I can't live like this. I have to change my life. And so um, I made a decision that I'm going to change my life. I did had no idea what I was going to do. Uh, and then through trial and error, I came up with this idea to do a social experiment in which I would literally quit my job in New York City and leave New York with just a carry on. And I challenged myself to circumnavigate the globe by couch surfing through uh, human connection. So through people that I met or people that I was introduced to. Uh, So basically not the website, but just, you know, meeting people like friends, friends of friends, strangers. And uh, I did that. I spent about a year uh, circumnavigating the globe and sleeping in the homes of mostly strangers and documenting the whole thing. And that was my first uh, introduction to the power of storytelling, because uh, in over a year, over 100 people. 20 countries, I interviewed every single person that I came across and started to realize not just through thought, but by firsthand experience that, oh my God, every single person I talked to has a story to tell. And the way they tell that story actually uh, molds their reality. So, you know, people who were in tiny little villages uh, making, you know, almost nothing in Myanmar, telling a story about their, their journey and their life and the gratitude they feel and how blessed they are and radiating joy, as opposed to somebody in a penthouse in Malaysia, complaining about their bills, right. And, and feeling like stressed out and miserable. So there was a huge parallel between the stories that you tell. And um, and your reality, and so during this year, as I was documenting my journey, I was invited by Forbes to have a column and actually document everything that I was experiencing. So uh, I was featured on Forbes, and then I got invited um, by Matador Network at the time, and then uh, and then Business Insider picked up on my story. So it just so happened that the more I was telling my story, um, the more visibility reach I was getting the more followers the more people were coming into my world uh, and then a year later when I was wrapping this journey up uh, it just naturally came up that people started to come to me and say, Celine, how are you doing this? How are you growing um, this brand and, and and you know growing this following getting featured on these publications and uh, and doing this like so effortlessly and I'm like, well I don't know what you're talking about I'm sharing my story I'm telling my story. And that's where it clicked for me. And that was the insight that I used to start my business in which I help entrepreneurs tell their story. It's actually that simple. And to do so in a way that increases your influence, your impact, and of course your income. And so I realized that the power of story is the power that connects you with your audience, that helps get your message across, that helps people understand the true essence of who you are. And when you're able to to share your story in a powerful, relatable way that people can understand and use that in your business, the opportunities that you can get in your business are endless.
0: So that's the, that's phase (laughs) one. Wow. Well, so well said. You're obviously good at telling stories (laughs) and, um, wow. Yeah. That, that's so incredible. And it's, it's so interesting to see how sometimes the universe intervenes. And I love how you did not allow that phase in your life that everything was seemingly going wrong to put you into this victim mentality and just like a deep, dark place. Cause I know it can happen to a lot of us when things happen outside of us. We think that's the outcome, but it's our response that actually influences the outcome of course. And, you know, I, it's just so commendable that you had that, that grit and that, uh, that mentality going into it. I would love to hear And I actually want to know this for myself too. I'd love to hear why you think storytelling works so well when it comes to building your own personal brand. Um, You know, maybe it's not even a personal brand. It's a physical brand. Just why, why do stories work so well with the human brain? Do you like, is there a science to it? Like why?
1: Oh, I was going to say, it's not about what I think. It's about what has been proven scientifically and through history to be true. Now, of course, I have opinions about what works better or not, but um, let's let's just take me away from that and what I think, um, but rather just reporting on facts, which is when we look at storytelling, storytelling is the most ancient method of communication. It's as old as we are human. It is encoded in our DNA. So you look at 2000 years ago, we didn't have funnels. And 3,000 years ago, there was a point where we didn't even have books, but we had stories. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have funnels. We didn't have books. We didn't have courses, but we always had stories. It's how we have been trained to communicate and art and culture. When you look at culture, you look at Anything that exists in in society, it was passed on through oral tradition. It was passed on through story. And now, why is this powerful? How does this stick? Well, no one. It's. I'm not surprised that it sticks because it's been proven that stories are 22 times more memorable than facts. So you can already see, and I'm, I'm just hitting the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg here with in terms of what makes storytelling effective, that if you are a business, if you're a brand and you're telling stories, people are 22 times more likely to remember what you're saying and for that to stick than if you're just regurgitating facts about your product, like why your product's great, like how much is offered in your product, how much it is, that stuff just like falls off the brain. Now, um, if we actually look at from a uh, chemistry, a biochemistry perspective, when a brain, is, and this has all been measured, is engaged in a, in a story. You're, so your brain is like, oh, I'm engaged in a story. Uh, it actually releases chemicals uh, in your system, including oxytocin, which is known as a feel-good chemical that makes you feel more social, more empathetic, more connected. So um, storytelling literally influences the way that we receive information and how we emotionally react to information. Wow. So, And that's just a few statistics. Uh, You know, another one is that when we're looking at purchasing storytelling, it it influences your emotion and your emotional center is in the limbic brain, which is basically the seat of your subconscious. And when we even look at purchasing decisions, 95% of purchasing decisions are made in the subconscious and justified by logic. And so we actually, we're looking at how much of our purchasing decision is actually an emotional response. And if storytelling can influence an emotional response, what does that tell you? That storytelling can really, truly, deeply influence someone's choice to purchase something. Incredible, yeah. And not only that, trust, like, and no factor, right? So the more you tell, um, you're telling a story about who you are, because that's what what your audience really wants to know. When you, whether you're a personal brand or a company, if they're gonna give you their money, they're like, "Who the fuck are you? And how can you help me?" So yeah. if your product is good enough, so when it comes to this is a discussion that I have a lot, which is if you have the right product at the right time in the market priced correctly, you can make millions of dollars. And, and that's it just by sheer force, right. By, by sheer like strategy and pulling a rock up, up, a up, up a hill, like you can make a lot of money. However, a product get changes. Uh, for example, look at a uh, Walkman's remember those. So if you have, you create a Walkman at a time and it, where the, the technology for Walkman exists, that's, you can make so much money on that. And then the moment that we, we switch from Walkman to iPhone, if you don't have a powerful brand, if you don't have a brand story, you're done. You're cooked. Because people are only buying from you because you're serving a product at the right time. So the moment it's not the right time and not the right product, you're, out, you're priced off the market. So what a story does now I'll bring in my, my opinion, which is that what a story does is that it gives your brand a soul. It gives your brand an essence. It's that inexplicable energy that, you know, you, you know, this, so you have walked into a room and you'll see someone and you're like, I don't know what it is about that person, but I don't want to talk to them. I just, I get a really weird vibe because they're just pissy. Right. Or like you walk into the other person and you see somebody light up the room. You're like, I need, I want to talk. That's the person I want to talk to. So your brand story makes you the brand that lights up the room and that people want to talk to and that people want to approach. And there is an art to that. And there's also a science.
0: Wow. Incredible. So if you have a new entrepreneur coming to you and they're all over the place and unclear and they're just craving that clear, concise story to tell because oftentimes people may not want to share their story because they don't know what to share about it and they don't know which parts are the most effective or, you know, it's just that, that lack of clarity that a lot of us struggle with. Mm -hmm. What do you help? Like, how do you help them and, and how do you help them clear up their mind and figure out exactly what they want the world to know about them? Yeah, for sure. So I actually have
1: uh, a framework that I teach, and then I got, I take entrepreneurs through on all levels, not just new. Because it actually what you would surprise you that it doesn't matter what level you're at. Um, there's still a lot of confusion on what, what do I share, what do when do I share it, and not to mention that that changes on different levels as well. So I take people through my Irresistible Story Framework, which is composed of four parts. It is, and I'll say it really quickly, and then I'll go over what it is. It's unlock, embody, design, and amplify. Now, unlock is the very first question that I'm, asked, I'm asking, because you're saying, I want to share my story and I want to be able to grow my business using my story. I want to connect deeper with my audience. I want to make more money. Um, I want to get featured on Forbes. I want to be on that TEDx, right? So that's kind of the, the end goal. Um, but then you're like, but I don't know what my story is. or where to start. I don't have clarity. So the first question I'm going to ask is why are you not telling your story in the first place? And it's a very nuanced question. And this is, um, you know, a phase of the, of the work that we do, which is what is holding you back because I can tell you, it's not that you're afraid of sending that pitch. It is not that you don't know what to say. It's not that you don't have a story. But actually, if we dig deeper, there's underlying limiting beliefs and patterns in disempowering stories that you're engaging in, in your subconscious mind that you are allowing to just basically run loose that are preventing you from showing up and having clarity in first place. So think about it this way you're you're in a car and you're saying all right i want to drive i have a final destination that i want to drive to and we're like all right let's go drive there you get into your car and you're like all right i'm ready turn on the engine your windshield is caked with mud and you're like i can't even see beyond this windshield right now and that mud looks like limiting beliefs that your story is not interesting enough um fear crippling fear of rejection what will people say what will my colleagues say um you know What if I do put myself out there and I'm rejected for it? Um, Fabricated, I call this the fabricated confusion of, I don't know how to tell my story when it's actually, it's not that you don't know. It's that you don't have the structure, which is resolvable. And there's something underneath that that's like, well, what, what parts of your story, why, what parts of your story do you not want to tell? Is it because you're ashamed? Is it because you're embarrassed? So we got to look at that and really unlock the the magic of your story and understand what what are the thing that you're what's the thing that you're hiding that is actually keeping you from showing up in the first place so once we get that and we basically start to and i have a process that i take people through where i help them uh reprogram their subconscious stories and turn their most disempowering stories into their superpower so in that way what we do is we clean the windshield we we wipe it clean and now you're like, whoo thank God um, the windshield is clean. All right, let's turn on the car. And then you're like, oh, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Where am I going? Wait, like, I know I want to get to that Forbes article. I know I want to get to that TEDx. I know I want to get to like that, that deeper engagement with my audience or to selling out my lunch, but like, wh- where am I going? Like, how do I get there? Right. How do I get to destination from A to B? And so this is where the embodiment piece comes in, because once you have let go of the reasons why you're not telling your story, you need to understand, uh, you need to become your story. You need to embody your story. Like, who are you at your core? And that's where the clarity and confidence piece that people really, really want comes in, because clarity does not come in from you and me sitting down and me giving you a three page paper and telling you that's your story, because then you're going to have something to recite, but you're still going to be confused. Clarity comes from understanding from inside of you what your story is and why you're telling it. So the pieces around that when the embodiment is, why do you want to do this? So why are you driving? Why are you going up there? Why? What's the bigger why? What's the feeling that you want to feel? And not to be confused with the what, right? Because a lot of people confuse their why with their what. Because I ask them, what's your why? And they're like, well, I want to help empower women to build bigger businesses. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's your what. That's not your why. I want to know why you. Sorry? then what would the why be the why is the emotion and the deeper feeling that you want to feel every day. So I'll give you an example. Um, Cause I know this is, we're talking a bit abstract to ground it in a little bit more, which is for me, the, 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 what the vision is to help empower people to express themselves fully through their story so that they can, you know, share their message and transform their lives and the lives of others. That's what I do. But why I do it is to rediscover what it truly means to be human. And that's independent. I could be on a deserted island and my why is still intact. I don't need someone else to validate me for me to have a why. I don't need a client for me to have a why. I don't need someone to say, great job, Celine, for me to have a why. My why is I'm infinitely curious about the human experience, how the brain, like you'll see me on my free time. Reading books on neuroscience, human psychology, the art and science storytelling—like you don't need to tell me. That's not my job. I just do it because it's who I am. And we all have our why. You know, I have a client who her why is to just like um, it's to it's it's something. I forgot the exact sentence, but it's around. Um, peeling back the layers of the art of living. Like she's obsessed with um, home decor. She's obsessed with like really nice teas and really nice mugs, things that I could not give a crap about because it just doesn't speak to me. And her what is to help a woman basically uh, calibrate the energy of their homes so that they feel better in their home space. Right. And so the why and the what is very different. So why are you doing it? Because of, some insatiable curiosity, this deep, deep, deep feeling that you can do this every single day, no matter what, even if you're out of a job, you're still going to show up for your why. Mm -hmm. And then the vision is, well, I want to help these people do this so they can that. So this is what we call uh, a vision is a more, is a deeper version of the I help statement, which sometimes can get a little oversimplified, but it's basically who do you serve? How do you serve them? What's the transformation? So now, you know, that's the direction. And then lastly, you have your values. There's a thousand different roads that you can get to get from A to B, but your values are why you choose you turn right and not left. So if your values are family, joy, and connection, it's going to look the the choices you make in your business, the the stories that you tell and how you tell them is going to look a lot different than if your values are optimization, um, uh, you know, purpose and courage. Yeah. got it. So you got, you got different roads and your values help you understand. Okay. Turn right here, turn left here. Here's where I go. And then the third piece is where most, especially new entrepreneurs, they want to skip to this part. They want to basically jump over, unlock and embody and skip to design, which is designing a bespoke story that accurately represents your business. So can you see why that's going to be, it's going to be really hard to do. The reason why you're unclear and you're like, I don't know what story to tell or what pieces of my story to tell is because of course you don't, because you don't understand why you're telling it, who you're serving, who this message is reaching, what is truly important to you in your life and what's getting in your way on a subconscious level. So I'm not surprised that you're sitting here being confused about what brand story to write because we need to clear that first. That's the internal story. So now in the design section, we move into the public story. And now we look at what's your hero's journey. And what I say to my clients is how do we take you from being Luke Skywalker and through the journey of becoming Yoda? And you need to tell your story as Yoda. I was Luke Skywalker. Now I've become Yoda in this area of my life. And now you, Luke Skywalker, aka your audience, I can help you become Yoda too. Come over here. So that's where we actually and this is where we have structure and frameworks that I teach on how to actually um, create that bespoke story that you can then pitch to Forbes, that you can say in your TEDx, that you can do in your book, uh, in your sales page. I mean, like the possibilities are endless in your webinar, in your funnel. This is the story that basically is going to um, be the glue to your brand. And then lastly, we have Amplify, which is also where people want to just skip ahead to without doing any of the work, which does not work. Um, It's Amplify and amplify is okay. You have the story, this bespoke story, let's blast it out to the world. So this looks like branding. It looks like publicity. It looks like, you know, um, partnerships or, or, uh, uh, doing affiliate. Uh, it looks like all the ways of getting it out there in a bigger way. And unfortunately we have in today's world, for example, a lot of people who just want to be like, well, I'm just going to pay dumping so much money on like getting a publicity article. So you can get, can get squeezed in an article with a bunch of other people and pay a fortune for it, which I don't understand this process because it's a it's paid visibility but it's not earned and the true legacy brand actually comes from um creating this your story and putting it out there in a way that you're everywhere you're omnipresent like oh my god you're on this publication and you're in this speech and now you're on a webinar and now you're here and now you're on this paid ad and the idea is how do we make you omnipresent so that that's how you start to bring in more people that's how you start selling your product in a really aligned um and magnetic way and that's also how you start getting the attention of um pr so i know you in the beginning you introduced me as uh, being a pr person guru but i'm not um i actually which is ironic because i've been in um featured in over a hundred publications. I've gotten the Forge features and the the entrepreneur and the business insider. I've been invited on TEDx, but I don't see that as uh, the angle. I actually see, uh, you know, all of it was invitation. I have paid for none of it. And what I see is, is this is the result that publicity is the result of the magnetism that the brand story does that starts putting me in front of the right people with the right story. And the moment I share the story, someone gets interested and invites me into an opportunity. So it's a very organic, um, magnetic thing rather than let me force my way in front of all these people so that they can notice me and like beg them to to pay attention to me or or pitch them, pitch them over and over and over and over again so that they'll feature me. There's an actually much easier way, much flowier way to do this. And that's
0: okay, so what I it's, or, it's organic marketing and PR. It's not paid for. So it's, you're just like, you're, you're doing it organically yeah. and helping brands do it organically. Yeah.
1: I'm three and a half years in and I'm just looking, um, I'm just looking at paid ads. Now. I literally just messaged my team today because, uh, I tried to like boost a post and my, um, it said like your account is not activated. I'm like, oh shit. Got to Got us st- to get on that. So I can tell you like, you know, I, I scaled my business to six figures in less than a year. I've worked with some of the world leading experts. Um, I have, yeah, been, like I said, the, the checklist of Forbes and TEDx, and I've done that, but um, that's not, uh, how do I say this? It, it's, it's not the thing that drives me, it's a result. It's a natural organic result of doing the work that I do. So I just stay focused on that, which is how do I continue developing my story Releasing the parts of my story that don't don't um, serve me, and continuing using it as a tool to help people transform their lives. And as long as that's happening, all the other things they just come on in. Mm-hmm. And of course, when there's an opportunity, there is a strategy to some of these things. You know, when there's an opportunity, I go for it.
0: Yeah. So. So, so when you were first starting out, did you message all these publications to get you involved? Like, obviously it's, you know, you're talking about the magnetism. How did they, like, what did you do to put yourself out there when you were first starting and there was, and you just had your story? Because a lot of people listening right now, you know, once they establish their story, do they just think, okay, I'm waiting for things to come to me? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what do you tell people that are in that yeah. situation? You obviously need to put some work into, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting because my father gave me this advice um, years before I, I decided to quit my job. And, uh, and I would roll my eyes, you know, typical. And then I'm like, oh, wow, he had a point, uh, which is that when you want something, you got to let people know, you know, because you, you got to tell them that what you want. Otherwise, it's just something that you want in your head. Mm-hmm. And so I, when I decided that I was going to quit my job, And then I was going to go, I didn't know. I wasn't like, oh, okay, I'm going to go travel the world. I was going through all these phases of, do I want to work in another city? Do I want to move to Europe? Do I want to work in another industry? Do I want to work at all? Do I want to travel? So there was all these options. And as I was doing that, I was just networking. I was literally meeting people. Anyone who was interesting, I would engage in a conversation and, and listen to their story and share with them. And then I would always share my story, which is, you know, I've been working in New York City for the past three years. And honestly, I know that I'm in for more and I'm looking for a solution and I want to do something that involves um, travel and meeting people and writing, but I'm just not sure what it is. And then that person would always say, oh, well, have you thought about this or have you thought about that? And so um, I would basically just start a lot of conversations with people and in my networking just just really be get really curious about the world. And the way that I got my Forbes opportunity is that when I was looking for freelance, Lance jobs in new york uh i engage like i literally on linkedin i cold messaged this guy who had a cool job title on linkedin i'm like oh culture strategist that sounds cool and i told him like hey i'm looking to switch career i'm i'm looking i want to change my life um and he's just like you should talk to my mentor who is this woman this like powerhouse woman who mentors you know men in their early 20s i talked to her she was working at a consulting agency and she's like oh here like i i, I hear it because i told her like i i want to do something bigger um but I, I didn't have a lot of money at the time so she's like well take a, a freelance gig at my company and then start saving up money so i build that relationship with her and that's it two months later i called her and i said hey uh, when i had the eureka moment and i said all right i'm going to do this social experiment i called her and i was like i got to tell you something i decided to do this amazing experiment i'm going to travel the world i'm going to couch surf on the on in the homes of strangers i'm going to document the whole thing on social media and that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to see where it goes. And she's just like, oh, I just became director at Women at Forbes. So do you want to call them? And I was like, oh, okay, let's do it. Fuck yeah, right? And so what I'm saying is that, no, you don't just sit around and hope for, that something will fall in your lap. What I'm saying is you do not know what kind of doors can open and what kind of opportunities and the people that you can meet when you share your story. So there is the art. Remember, it's an art and a science. The art is setting an intention. This is what I want to create. I, this is what I want to generate in my business in the next six months. I want more publicity. I want to connect deeper with my audience. Uh, I want to get more known in my industry. I want to become a speaker. You set an intention and then you use your story as your day-to-day guide and just start sharing it when you're pitching for speaking gigs share the story. When you are talking to somebody who works uh, or has a friend, you don't even know if that person ha- whose best friend works a business insider. That's what I'm saying. Your story just keeps coming and it keeps being shared. And you have to trust that eventually, like that is go- your intention and your sh- you taking steps. As long as you're sharing your story, those doors will open. Now, what did I do? I got Forbes and now I got strategic because now I use my Forbes um, articles. And then I would have like a friend who wrote, I remember there was a friend who was writing for Matador Network at the time, which was one of the biggest travel magazines. And so I was like, can you introduce me? And then I had a story and I had Fords, right? And then someone else, uh, I heard about another opportunity through a grapevine and I was like, oh, I'm going to pitch them up with this story and then boom, I would get it. And then someone else would read my article online and then they would reach out to me. So it's about, it's about starting to create the momentum. And being like, okay, I'm going to pitch this small publication with my story. And then this article, I'm going to leverage that to pitch a bigger publication. And in the meantime, you actually do not know is that someone's going to read that article and reach out to you anyways, because you shared your story. So you might not even need, the the fact is that you're waking up and you're saying, I'm going to pitch this week and I'm going to send this pitch and I'm going to connect with this person. So you're taking action, but you don't know what's going to happen in between. It might be way more phenomenal than you could even imagine.
0: Amazing. Wow. Well, I've learned so much today and honestly it's it's been a pleasure having you on and I think so many people listening right now will be inspired by this wanting to create their own story and and really just solidify what it is they tell the world about themselves and their business. Is there any other way that you know creating a story could benefit someone even if they don't have their own business their own personal brand um how can people listening that don't have their own business benefit from doing this kind of work and and figuring this oh, out Oh yeah
1: absolutely so here's the thing it doesn't matter if you have your business or not right obviously we're giving it in the context of business because with we're specifically talking about how do you get more publicity? How do you increase your income? Um, how do you connect with your audience? So that that's more business specific. But the thing is that you are a brand, right? So when you look at a brand, the, a brand is how do people perceive you? Uh, what do they see of you? And how do you show up in the world? So unless you are living in a cave or you're living in a cottage somewhere with no electricity and no internet, which is if you're listening to this podcast, I suspect you're not. If you are out there and you're engaging with the world, either as a personal brand, um, as somebody who's online or as a business, the thing is that you have an image that you are currently projecting out into the world and people are seeing that image and they're responding to it. And so you can create so many opportunities in your life when you start being in the driver's seat of what that image is and how you show up and what you share with people, because you can imagine that when you are showing up in a certain way, you're going to attract a certain kind of people. You're going to attract certain kind of opportunities. You're going to have certain kinds of people reaching out to you. So it's really important to ask yourself the question, how is it that I want to show up in the world? How is it that others are perceiving me right now? And does it match who I really am or how I want to be perceived? And if not, what adjustments do I need to make to really um, showcase my message and who I am and what I stand for? And so your brand matters and is going to impact you whether you like it or not. So might as well be in the driver's seat of that.
0: Beautiful. So well said. Well, thank you so much, Celine. Where can everyone find you if they want to learn more about your work?
1: Yeah, of course. So um, you can find me first and foremost on my website. It's CelineDacosta.com, C-E-L-I-N-N-E-D-A-C-O-S-T-A. So my name is one L and two Ns don't ask me why but it's selina you can find um, you can find you can find more information about my programs about my courses as well as there's a really wonderful free guide that I offer where you can get started on this journey yourself if you're thinking to yourself how do, how do I get started where do I begin I have a guide that will help you take those first steps towards, uh, telling a really magnetic brand story that attracts your ideal audience. And, uh, and the second piece is I hang out a lot. You found me this way. I hang out a lot on Instagram. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering, okay, the storytelling stuff sounds really cool, but how do I, I do this? Like, how do I actually use storytelling to grow my business? Or how can I learn more about this? Make sure you give me a follow and you watch my stories as I'm going to share. Um, I give daily tips on how you can improve on your storytelling skills and how you can really create a powerful brand story that catches people's attention and wallets.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Celine. It was so nice meeting you.